We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. And the results are good. Another Bucks victory, 111-102. And welcome, everybody, Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. It is driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Tim Allen in for Baby Taos tonight. And the beat goes on for this Milwaukee Bucks team in the 2019-2020 championship season. And I mentioned championship season. We're going to get into that as uh, we move along throughout the night tonight. Coach Budenholzer will uh, be on the air as well. We're going to hear from some of the players. Matt Velasquez will join us. And an, another Bucks victory. This one a little testy at times, guys. But... Boy, the numbers don't lie. Now nine consecutive victories as the Bucks uh, embarking on some pretty historic numbers here for this franchise. And that nine consecutive victories uh, surpasses the eight straight that they had done in 2001-2002 season. And now to get to the 10th victory to match that streak, you got to go back to 1986 to to match a 10 game winning streak for the Bucks. They're now 7 and 1 at home and 15 and 3 on the season thus far and rolling. Now granted, I don't want to be a buzzkill, but some of the competition here as of late has not been uh has not been outstanding. And in fact, that will continue as they face the uh, Cavaliers on Friday in a back-to-back against the Hornets on Saturday. I think collectively they might have 10 wins between the two of those teams. That's coming up Friday and Saturday. But again, I mean, you're doing what you're supposed to do. And the return of Chris Middleton, he pours in 16, a little light in the second half, had 11 in the first half. But uh, how about Jabari Parker? Comes back to almost manhandle the Bucks into a rare loss at home. But that doesn't happen. The Bucks get the victory, 111-102. Want to get your thoughts on this game, as you know, as always, as uh, uh, we'll take your calls, 414-799-1250. Sam Schmitz is here as well, and we've got a lot to unpack here, but I want to get to our uh, game recap. As I said, this game did get a little testy at times. When we started this thing, four minutes into the game, up-tempo on both sides of the ball here. Both teams, the Bucks lead 11-10. Uh, Lopez uh, 
I should say Jabari, eight of those ten points by Jabari Parker, the former second overall pick. So you're thinking, eh, well, Jabari, come on. I mean, he's averaging, what, 16-17 coming into this game. You can keep him under control. But, man, in the first four minutes, dude had uh, eight of the ten points. Bucks go up 2017 with about five minutes to go in the quarter. Lopez with three threes early on. Giannis with a dunk against uh, against Vince Carter. I, I made him absolutely look silly. We'll have that highlight coming up for you in just a little while. A couple of minutes left in that first quarter. Guffs, uh, Bucks go up by 12. A nice play by Middleton to get that lead to 12. Uh, and a runner by Middleton puts him up 14 as the uh, quarter ends up 33-17 for the Bucks. Uh Lopez with seven. Trey Young just two points uh, for the Hawks. Bucks up 16 after one quarter of play. Uh, eventually, they extended to 17 early on in the uh, second quarter. Corver with a three. Atlanta comes back with a surge, five consecutive to make it a 12-point game on a Jabari dunk. And right now you're thinking, ah, Jabari Parker, you need to cool that dude down. Halfway through the second quarter, Bucks go up 13, 49-36, 12 points. Um Again, I should say Jabari, 17 points in the game to the middle of the second quarter. With about five minutes left in the half, turnovers and offensive fouls has the Hawks getting it back into eight. 49-41, Middleton bounces back with a bucket to regain the 10-point lead. And the Hawks cut it to seven. Sloppy play by the Bucks there. Uh, Middleton and Ilyasova. Work the lead back up to 12 points, 58-47, I should say 46, uh, with three minutes to play in the second quarter. With two and a half minutes left, Jabari Parker, a three-point attempt. He's fouled by Giannis. It was certainly, uh, he barely hit him, so it's a little bit of a flop by Jabari. It turns into a flagrant. We'll have that highlight for you coming up in just a little while, Jabari hits all three to make it a nine-point game plus possession on the flagrant. 20 for Parker to this point. Uh, they get the bucket after the foul to make it a seven-point game with two minutes to play. Giannis with a drive and a slam to answer. That was huge. Parker answers that with a three-point. 23 for Parker. And a throwaway turnover by Connaughton. And Jabari answers with a bucket, 25 now in the first half for Jabari Parker. A four-point game with under a minute to play in the first half. A couple of missed free throws by Giannis. Possession to the Hawks. Could have cut it to two. They miss. And after a miss, Trey Young hits a three to make it a one-point game at half. 60-59 at the half. They were up 17 at their high watermark. And, you know, again... There's certain things that Giannis always says, you know, you look at these as opportunities and we always want to look at the next game and try to get better. Well, dude, you need to get better at your free throws because it got a little ridiculous early on in this game. One for seven from the line. I mean, give it some arc, man. Sam Schmitz, I think you could shoot some free throws at a better clip than one for seven. 
Giannis at the half leads the team 14 points, 7 for 11 uh, from the field. Brooke Lopez with 11, 3 for 7 from 3. Middleton with 11 as well, 4 for 5 from the field. Ilyasova pitching in uh, 9 points, 3 for 5 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. Five boards as well. Bledsoe, six assists, but just two points in that first half. For the Hawks in the half, Jabari, 25 points, 9 for 13 from the field, 3 for 4 from three-point land to go along with eight boards and three assists. Wow. 16 for Trey Young uh, at the half as the uh, Bucks lead by only one. Early on in the third quarter, uh, after a Giannis missed three and a Giannis, well, from the free throw line, uh, 0 for 2, 0 for 5 in the game from the line. Atlanta takes the lead 64-62 in this one, just two minutes into the third. Budenholzer takes a timeout after another Jabari bucket as the Bucks trail by four. Parker, 27 points to this point. A 20-4 run. In fact, you go back to the... Uh, First quarter, late first quarter, Bucks outscored uh, early on to this point in the uh, third quarter, forty-nine to twenty-nine. Wow! Now that uh, thing's got to turn around. Giannis, a slam that'll get it done. A three-point uh, play. He did go uh, one for two from the line, so that helps out as well. One for seven from the charity stripe. Uh, Bucks cold. Eight for twenty-three on threes. Matthew misses another one. Giannis ties the game with a nice drive and one, 72-72. Giannis to the line again and hits the free throw, and they go up by one, 73-72. Mid-third quarter in this one, Jabari Parker, a putback, now 29 points on the night. Budenholzer, not happy, another timeout, four minutes to go in the third. Bucks trailing 81-77, 31 for Parker. Atlanta confidence growing in this one, late third quarter. Hawks would go up by six points. Bucks would cut it to just one with a surge at the end of the third quarter, 82-81. Sloppy play, cold shooting on both sides, really. Eight for 27 on threes through three quarters. One for seven in the quarter, a one-point game into the fourth. Giannis looking to turn things around and... uh, he uh, he does that. The Bucks go up by one with a bucket, uh, a slam by by Giannis and one. He misses the free throw, but the Bucks get the board. Robin Lopez uh, with a putback. Giannis uh, with 27 points. Bucks go up three at 87-84, and the Bucks stretch the lead uh, to five points. Bledsoe with an and one. Giannis on the bench at this point. Hawks answer back a three pointer. Uh, with seven minutes to play, 93-91, a close game. Ilya Silva put back. Bledsoe with a runner, and the Bucks go up six. Right there, that was huge, 99-93. And, and that marks, uh, within that span, a another double-double as Giannis pulls down his 10th board. That's 18 consecutive double-doubles for Giannis. That's every game this year. Five minutes to go in this game with three and a half to play. Middleton hits a three, huge, huge. That was that he's going to be our X factor in this game. Coming off the injury, he did go cold early in the second half, but that three put the Bucks up nine points, ninety nine ninety three. 
He ends up with 16. They cooled off Parker. He sits at 33. That was Middleton's first three of the game. Uh, after the Hawks answer, Bucks up seven, and Giannis with a free throw makes it uh, 105-97 with two minutes to play. And it's looking good at this point. Under a minute to play, Bucks up eight and an offensive foul by Trey Young, and he gets teed up as well. This one, uh, yeah, this one, they, they put it in the bank and they draw interest on this one. 111-102, the Bucks get the victory, their ninth consecutive victory, 414-799-1250. Want to get your reaction on this. And also, um, I get a lot of uh, material. By the way, it's Tim, uh, Tim Allen in for Baby Taos. Get a lot of material from my neighbor. I do. It's like, howdy-ho, neighbor. Uh, over the fence. It literally is. His name is Jeff. And and he's like, I just, here's what he told me today. I, we were talking today and he said, you got to work lately. And I'm like, yeah, we got to talk, talk Bucks basketball. They play the Hawks tonight. And he's like, I, this is exactly what he said. I just want the Bucks to make the NBA finals. Big pause by me. And those of you longtime listeners know where my goals are at. Your goal I don't care who you are. I don't care what sport. I don't care what league, conference, division. Your goal is to win the title. So we we had a little conversation about that. Should the goal be to win the East this year? Or should it be to win the title this year? You're 15-3. and You've scored 100 points in all 18 of these games. In fact, you've scored 100 points going all the way back to last year, 42 consecutive games. You've got Giannis averaging uh, 31, coming in 31.1 points a game, uh, arguably the best player in the NBA. Yeah, you're, you're beating up on some, some lesser quality teams for sure, but that's what you're supposed to do at 15-3. and three. You, you just roll through this nine consecutive victories. Should that goal be to win the title or should it be to win the East? And I, I understand we went through some years here in Milwaukee with the Bucks where it was like, I just want these guys to win a playoff series. <laughs> that was the mantra for a few years for a lot of people. I just want them to win a playoff series. Well, they're way beyond that now, right? They're to the point where, yeah, I, I'm just thinking they better win the East. I would love to see them take on the Lakers and beat them in the NBA Finals. I would love it. Love it, love it, love it. 799-1250. Let's go to Joel leaving Pfizer Forum. Joel, nine consecutive wins. A little testy in this one uh, throughout the game, but the Bucs say they recover and they get the win. So I'm not trying to be like, you know, the guy with bad news. Middleton comes back today, and I can give him – you know, a pass. Okay, your first game back. But, like, the Bucks are favored by 14, and they struggled. And he came off the bench. I know he's going to start eventually. But, like, you can't do without his production. My thing is just have some someone else with that production. So I'm implying a trade for Middleton because they – Middleton's great. Like, he's an all-star. I'm not saying he's not good. I just don't think he fits with the Bucks, And so I think you need to trade him. He's 30 mil. You got that as an asset. 
trade for someone who fits better. And I'm not going to give you a name because I'm not a GM. I'm just saying the Bucks do better, in my opinion, without Middleton than they do with. Because, yes, he is a great player. He's He can score. He can defend. But, like, in their system, he just doesn't seem to fit. And like, so you, you think, Joel, that it's, a, that it's a chemistry issue with him? I mean, they did win by nine tonight. And, yeah, things did get a little testy. And, th- and there's some talent on that other side. But I've heard that conversation before, Joel, that it's a – sort of a chemistry thing thing with Middleton. In this game tonight, granted, you're right, he's coming off the injury. When you get wide-open looks and you are a shooter, Chris, you got to knock those down, dude. Come on. I do. I do think it's a chemistry thing, and I'm not just speaking on tonight because you're right. Tonight's different. He's coming off an injury, multiple games off. I do think it's a thing moving forward that, like, Chris Middleton doesn't fit with the Bucks. So it's not to say that, he isn't good or anything like that. I just think that the production they're getting from a $30 million player, I think they could get something better that would fit better with this team. That's all. Okay, Joel, Joel, let me ask you real quick on the way out. Our question uh, with our conversation tonight is going to be this. Should the goal be to win the East and then see what happens in the finals, or should the goal be to win the damn thing? Honestly, I think you got to take steps. So I think if they get to the finals, you're playing with house money. Gotcha. Joel, thanks for the call, man. Thanks for the conversation. 414-799-1250. I've heard that chemistry thing uh, with Chris Middleton. Guy's an all-star. Guy's good. He even said it. No, worth worth having a conversation about for sure. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I'm not a big fan of <clears throat> of uh, limiting your goals. When you say I just want to win the East, well, then aren't you limiting what you know? You're putting a cap on it. I just shoot for the moon. Come on, these guys are good. This is a good basketball team. We all know that. We're all well aware of that. So why won't you put that goal? Nice and lofty and an NBA title. Man, I just want them center stage in the finals to win that thing. <laughs> Could you imagine? All right, it's the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Tim Allen in for baby towels tonight. Hard at work tonight. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Thanksgiving Eve tonight. And the Bucks, uh, they uh, they give you a little treat. A little treat on Thanksgiving. They give you another victory, 111-102 over the Atlanta Hawks. Their ninth consecutive victory. They have scored 100 points in all 18 games. Giannis, all 18 games. A double-double. And we're talking Bucks basketball tonight here on The Fan. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Yeah, 111, 102. Bucks get it done again tonight at the Pfizer Forum to run their mark to 15 and 3, 7 and 1 at home here. And uh, the winning streak now at nine games. Last time they won 10 straight. And you, well, not to get the cart ahead of the horse because this team did lose twice to the Phoenix Suns last year. 
Uh, they play the Cavaliers, I believe a five-win team. Might even be four on Friday night. A back-to-back, they'll play the Hornets. They might be a six-win team. This thing could go to 11. But if it goes to 10, it matches a winning streak. you got to go back to 1986, the last time the Bucks have won 10 consecutive. And they get it done against the Hawks tonight. Again, nine-point victory at 111-102. Our X Factor, how about the return of Chris Middleton? Goes to Giannis. Back to Middleton this time. He shoots it. The Bucks have scored 100 for the 42nd consecutive game. And that uh, gave the Bucks late in the fourth quarter a nine-point lead. That's a big basket by Middleton right there. He ends up with 16. Let's take a look at some of the numbers here. Do want to get your reaction on the game, as well as uh, a couple of things on the table here uh, before we hear from uh, Coach Bud, and that the goal, should it be to win the East or should it be to win the NBA title? I mean, this team is still evolving a little bit. They're still figuring things out at their level. Other teams are figuring things out at at their level as well. This is a a more elite level. Um. Radio.com Sports NBA insider Rick Buecher was on the show yesterday that I was doing, and uh, you know he really likes this team. He does, and you know it's going to be about what happens in the postseason. Of course, it always is, but do they have the guys that would step up in those situations? Yeah, it's easy to step up for Ilyasova with 13 points tonight against the Atlanta Hawks, but will he do it? Uh, against a tough series against Boston or Philly or Toronto or maybe even Miami. I mean, it's something to think about. So that's one. Should the goal be be to get to the NBA Finals or should it be to win it? Secondarily, uh, the Chris Middleton conversation, he returns tonight uh, and has a decent game, I I guess you could say. I mean, Giannis, we all know, uh, filled out the stat sheet. Giannis leads the team in scoring, uh, 30 points, 12 for 23 from the field, 1 for 5 from 3 at the line, 5 for 13. 10 boards, 4 assists, 4 blocks, and his uh, 18th double-double of the season. Let's see, they're 15-3, and three, that's 18 games. He's had a double-double in every game this year. Middleton, 16 points, 5 for 13 shooting, 1 for 4 from 3. Uh, Bledsoe pitches in with nine points as well. Uh, Ten assists for Bledsoe. Ilyasova, nice game, 13 points. Five for seven from the field, two for three from three. Eight boards. (coughs) Sorry, Brooke Lopez. Uh, Let's see here. 11 points, uh, three for seven from three-point land. 799-1250, our friend Justin. Justin, it's been a while since we have talked. What's happening? What's up, Timmy, man? I'm talking to you on the phone. Feels like it's about 20 degrees warmer out here in these North Carolina streets than what it is, man. Feels like baseball's back again. But, you know, soon come, right, as Larry Sanders would say. So That's right. I actually went to the Hornets game tonight, so I watched the Bucks game on my phone. The people in the crowd were like, what is wrong with this dude? Why is he cheering when they're in a timeout? Stuff like that, because I was watching the game. So I saw from Middleton, I saw, like you said, I think that was a great uh, description of what it was. It was, it was an average game for the guy. Um, this is the thing, though. I think, you know, I heard one of your other callers mention about trade him and stuff like that. Uh, I kind of disagree with that. Here's why. Middleton is going to be a guy who makes that deadly shot, who at the end of the game, 
when there's no play drawn up or anything, when they collapse on Giannis, we're going to double down and we're going to have to kick the ball out to him. And I think he's capable of getting back and making that shot. We're going to have to allow him to get some time to get back into the game. Um, as far as him fitting with our system, I think he absolutely does. I mean, there's a reason why Giannis lobbied for this guy to get this contract. And the last thing we want to do is to frustrate or upset our superstar by trading him and bringing someone in that Giannis isn't as fond of. Um, Middleton can play better. A lot of the other guys on the uh, can play better. Uh, Bledsoe has, you know, some Bledsoe moments, as I call them, during the game. But uh, overall, this team is good. You mentioned that we're beating up on the teams that are inferior to us. Well, to be honest, every team with the, maybe the exception of Philly, Boston, uh, Dallas, both of the L.A. teams, and maybe one or two other teams, give or take, is inferior to the Bucks this year. We're no longer the hunters. We are the hunted. And I love the way this team is playing. Um, going forward in the future, though, Timmy, um, first and foremost, win that first series, win the next series, and win the East, and then win the championship. Don't you know? I don't want to settle for an Eastern Conference championship. Just like with the Brewers, I don't want to settle for a playoff win and getting to the NLCS again, or the Packers just getting to the championship. All of our teams have championship level talent right now, and we need yep. to maximize that. That window, you don't know when that window is going to close, right? You, you perfect example with your beloved Brewers. Yasmani Grandal's gone, and who knows what happens after that? What happens if one of these other guys, a Bledsoe, a Giannis, or someone like that, or whoever leaves, leaves like Brogdon did? We have, we, we have a unique uh, opportunity in front of us in Milwaukee that we've never seen before where we are looking, for, looking towards going to the championship. I believe yes. that this team is championship uh, ready. I believe they're great. Um, I just believe we're going to continue to beat up on these teams. And keep in mind, during this streak, we've beaten some pretty good, talented teams like the Utah Jazz, minus Rudy Gilbert. Well, and you could you could say this too, Justin, that that on those losses, you get lost. You get losses uh, against Utah, Miami, and Boston. In the Miami and Boston, and first of all, the Miami game, I would have forfeited that game. I I, I think I think there should have been seventeen flop fines levied in that game and they had a huge lead in that game as well boston they had a huge lead and let that one slip away and then they get beat on a buzzer beater uh in utah so those are the three losses i uh let me let me just say this that you mentioned the the word opportunity and that's what they have here when when you you don't know when you're going to get back and you're right justin always a pleasure i love the fact that you love sports he's at the hornets game watching the bucks game Hey, carpe diem, Timmy. Carpe diem. Season's day right now. That's what we got to do, buddy. You bet. All right. Thanks, Justin. Always a pleasure hearing from you. 799-1250. This thing with Middleton, it it does have me thinking a little bit. And you talk about chemistry. Does he fit in? If if Giannis wants him, of course, then that, you know, that doesn't upset the apple cart. Um but this again, as I said, this team is still evolving. In the clutch, in the in the postseason, late in a game, you got to drive and kick. Who do you want out there with the ball, launching a huge three point shot? DiVincenzo, Wesley Matthews, not not to knock these guys. Brooke Lopez, yeah, I get that for sure. He he's hit some big threes. He he hasn't hit. Uh, at the percentage we want him to, or at least at uh, what he did last year. But, okay, we get Lopez. Matthews, DiVincenzo, 
compare Middleton to these guys. Who do you want with the ball then? See, that's the way I look at it. All right, 799-1250, also that goal to win it all or just to get to the East. I mean, could you imagine on the center stage in the NBA Finals against Clippers, Lakers, fill in the blank, whoever you want in the West. 799-1250, pick-and-save uh, pick Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Tim Allen in for Baby Taos tonight. Bucks get the victory, 111-102. Their ninth straight victory, 7-1 and at home, 15-3 and overall. We'll be back here on The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 Defensive Play of the Game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. I'm having fun with this. Tim Allen in for Baby Taos tonight as uh, the Bucks get the victory over the Hawks tonight. 111 102. Jabari Parker almost. Came back, and I won't say single-handedly, but he almost had a career night. I think his career high was 36. Sam, what did he end up with, 33? Um, Something like that, 33, 34 points. But 33 points. 33, okay. <laughs> I mean, I was starting to get pissed a little bit, honestly. And I think Giannis had a little something cooking with Jabari in this game as well. Defensive play of the game in this one, the return of Chris Middleton. We all know offensively what he does, but he checks in with our defensive play of the, of the uh, game tonight. The Bucks on a 9 nothing run. They take it. Pick 11. Ilyasova from Middleton. Uh, great anticipation by Chris on that end and finding his man Earth right in the middle of the court. Big smile as Middleton comes to the bench, greeted by his teammates. Yeah, Middleton back on the floor tonight after a couple of weeks off. He actually is back sooner than I had thought. But he's back in there tonight. Budenholzer, we'll hear from him uh, coming up in just a little bit. He had said prior to the game that uh, he won't start for a game or two, but after that, yeah. He's going to be inserted back into the starting rotation. Minutes, he wasn't going to discuss too much. He, I, I, you know, the, it was a thigh, I want to say a thigh bruise, and I think he's fine. 16 points tonight. Big three toward the end of the game. Uh, 414-799-1250 as the Bucks They get the victory. They're 15-3 and three on the year now. Giannis with another double-double. Didn't start out too well for Giannis. And, and again, uh, it's the storyline. Can I just say this on free throws? I don't want to belabor the point. But good gosh, give it some arc. Come on, there's physics here. The, the circle is bigger when the ball is coming from above the hoop. A little more room to play with there. And give it some, I mean, it, they are line drives and not even getting to the rim at times. Just, it's, for us common folk, us lay folk that aren't pro athletes, we, it's, sometimes it's hard to understand. We're not on that floor and we're not, you know, in his situation, but good grief. I mean, come on. 799-1250. Should the goal be, and again, talking with my neighbor today, should the goal be to get to the NBA Finals? 
and then see what happens. Of course, once you get there, those of you that say, well, just win the East and that, that should, you know, that should be a good goal. If you accomplish that goal, I know every one of you that says this, get to the win the East and get to the NBA Finals, you're, of course, going to want them to win at that point. But I'm just talking about now. Should it be to win the East or, or win the whole, the whole shooting match? Because it is uh, the age-old story. Um, you know, you set your goals, and then you make decisions based on your goals. And I think if you limit your goals, then you're going to base your decisions on those limited goals. It's okay to shoot to win the championship and come up short. It's all right. Everyone lives. No one's dead. You're just having to come up short a little bit. Uh, 799-1250. Ram, uh, you're next up. Hey, uh, Bucks on, get you, yeah they basketball get basketball too man. Well yeah I mean I'm I'm yeah, enjoying this man, Bucks bro. thing. Only thing I haven't seen you do I haven't seen your band. But wherever you play at, if you let, if I know where you at I'm coming to see that too. Coming soon. Because if you if you if you do I mean because you 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 you're real you're good man you keep everything level headed. I'm gonna say this um, the original big three is supposed to be Giannis Parker and Brock and everything that callers call in about. Like, I've been seeing Parker play since his seventh grade, uh, not seventh, sophomore year in high school. And the way he was playing his sophomore year is the way he's playing tonight, and he's getting his legs back. And this mm-hmm. is what he can do. So you made a comment about when Giannis penetrates to kick it out. If he's kicking out to Parker, Parker can do everything Giannis can do, but he's the better field goal shooter. I say we win the finals. I, well, I tell you, if you well, what we saw tonight, you add that to the roster, and have Middleton coming off the bench if he's still on the team, we win the finals. But Ram, though, you do understand their concern with two ACLs, and and you look MB, at MB got he got he they have process there. They had players they drafted. They didn't even play. It's all about faith of the owners. They had players. Well, it's players in the NBA that's on roster that wasn't playing missed the whole season. No, and De- and Derek Rose trying to recover from a couple of ACLs too, and yeah. it took him a long time to get back. Yeah, but he started out rolling. I mean, but it's all about your investment and what you see going forward. But, Tim, you okay, you know, in baseball, um, you know, you got to have the best people out on the floor, on the field, right? And interchangeable parts, too, though, Ram, and there's something to be said about that. Timing is a big factor, too. Well, and but, and I, I'm, a, I'm a Brogdon dude. I love, I love I'm Brogdon. still disappointed that Brogdon's not here. I am, too, because we don't have a playmaker. We don't. He but that's not the stuff. He didn't have is, a problem with it, I don't think. Okay, no, 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 I understand. But is that the style of play that Budenholzer plays? He's known as a defensive coach, and he's known to let him play a little free and certainly shoot the three. Well, I'm going to say this, Tim. I watched the Clippers last night. The Bucks are 24th in the NBA and making threes. You got to make threes and mid range shots, but you got to be able to put the ball forward. Somebody come at you, but if you're just standing there and then when the shots are not falling, your your offense becomes stagnant. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ram. I tell you what, we're going to be uh, talking some Brewers baseball Tuesday night, the first oh, edition of Hot Stove Weekly. I'm there. All right. I'm there, man. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a good Thanksgiving. Yep, you too. Happy Thanksgiving to you and, and, and everybody, man. There's a lot to be thankful for here. Uh, Bucks rolling 15-3, and 111-102. I mentioned uh, some Brewers conversation and some details uh, after the break here 
on uh, when that will be, and we'll be breaking down a, shall I say, a huge Brewers trade today. It seems like it's a huge trade to me. But uh, we'll talk more after the break on when you can hear that and talk more about the Milwaukee Bucks and their victory, 111-102 over the Atlanta Hawks, 15-3 and now on the season, nine consecutive victories. Pick and save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North after a Bucks victory. Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are You Kidding Me moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Welcome back. We're talking Bucks basketball tonight after another Bucks victory as uh, they get it done against the Hawks, 111-102. A nine-point win against the Hawks, uh, you know, again, uh, the spread was probably 12, 13, 14 points, but uh, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'd like to play the numbers a little bit here and there, but uh, in terms of the Bucks, you just win. Just stack up these wins. It breeds a lot of confidence for these guys moving forward. Uh, and, uh, boy, they're doing what they have to do, aren't they? 15-3, and three, nine consecutive victories. Uh, to get to a 10-game winning streak, they're going to have to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> they should be able to do that. But, again, you never know. 10-game winning streak. Last time this franchise did that was 1986. Wow. Uh, So the eye and the enemy, Jabari Parker, used to be our friend, and tonight he wasn't. After tonight, yeah, we wish him well. We wish nothing but the best for him. But for 48 minutes tonight, we're rooting against him. And he came through 33 points, uh, 14, was it 14 boards? Wow. Wow. Huge night for Jabari Parker back uh, to Milwaukee here. Uh, but uh, there was a strange play in this. It, it had us uh, saying, are you kidding me? Check this out. It involved Jabari Parker. Atlanta moving the ball to Jabari Parker in the corner. He goes down, fouled by Giannis. Giannis picks up his second. Yeah, it doesn't look like there was much contact there, but the rule clearly states and it looked like he just came down on Giannis's foot. And if you... It's ruled a three, by the way. And they will look at the replay to make sure of that. Wow, not Uh, a lot of contact. No, but that's a foul. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and go is a self service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. That play we just heard, the are you kidding me moment, is, it's just a rule that uh, a lot of people don't think about. You, you can't occupy the space underneath a player in the air. It's going to turn into a flagrant. Nah, just, nah. But uh, just in terms of the original foul, there wasn't, there wasn't much there. I don't know. Just just foul calls this year have have puzzled me a little bit. 
and not to gripe too much about it, but um, yeah, there's there's been some uh, uh, questionable calls. Let's put it that way. Let's get to our drive of the game here with Wrench and Go as uh, the Bucks get the victory 111-102. Coach Carter at the top, defending Giannis again. Can you imagine a 42-year-old mentally trying to stop that out of the combo powers it through? I just, I got to know. So Giannis spins, dunks on Vince. And gives him the mean mug. Vince kind of looked at him, and I honestly, I had the thought, I think Vince is looking at Giannis thinking to himself, I know what that feels like. I just can't do that anymore. <laughs> there it was. All these highlights on Fox Sports, Wisconsin, Paskey and uh, Steve Novak as the Bucks get the victory. Yeah, on, on Vince Carter. Just a consummate pro, big-time player in his day. But uh, that, was, that was a schooling. That that was a student uh, teaching the teacher is what that was. That that was big time. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. The uh, Bucks get the victory over the Atlanta Hawks. We're here from uh, Coach uh, Budenholzer coming up in just a bit. Also, Matt Velasquez, JS Online, covers the Bucks for the Journal Sentinel. We'll have our uh, weekly, I should say, our nightly conversation here. Pick and save. Pro Hoops post game show driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Tim Allen in for Baby Tows tonight here on the Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Bucks another victory tonight as they get a uh, 111-102 win over the Atlanta Hawks to run their mark to 15 and 3 now on the season nine consecutive victories for the Bucks tonight. Uh, with that victory, they go to 42 consecutive games dating back to last year with 100 points. I mean that is uh, that's some offense there. Eye on the enemy. We all we all witnessed it tonight. Jabari Parker, and this is what he was supposed to do in a Bucks uniform. This is Parker on the two-handed dunk off the steal. Fourteen for Jabari. I don't want to take a lot away from Trey Young. I mean, this is exactly what we wanted out of Jabari. But again, um, the injuries derail things, and it's just that's just the. Harsh reality of what they do down there on that floor. And it's it's a long road to recover, not not just the rehab and recovery time, but then it's just, just get back into playing shape. There's your eye on the enemy. That's Jabari Parker, 33 points, just three shy of his career high, uh, 14 boards and five assists in the game, three of four from three-point land for the uh, former Milwaukee Buck and the second overall selection in the NBA draft. 414-799-1250 if you want to join the conversation. Uh, interesting uh, on Twitter that we threw out there. Should the goal be for the Bucks to win the East? Crawl before you walk. Keep taking the next step, next step, next step, and then you win it? Or should it be at this point, and here's where I'm at, at this point, it should be just, just to win win the whole thing. I mean, you if you you're gonna put your goal on just winning the East, I know they're gonna put their goal on one game at a time and see what happens. How about one game at a time and then improve upon each game? Okay, fair enough. I get it where they're coming from. 
But us fans, hey, go for the whole thing, the NBA title. Let's get a title back in the state of Wisconsin, back in the city of Milwaukee. Journal Sentinel Online, uh, JS Online, and Journal Sentinel is where we find Matt Velazquez, and you'll find him here on The Fan next. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks get another victory, a 111-102 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Now nine consecutive victories, 15-3 on the season, double-double again for Giannis tonight, uh, his 18th double-double. That's 15-3, and three, 18 games, all 18 games for Giannis. And that nine-game winning streak uh, could be extended to 10 with a game against the Cavaliers on Friday, a back-to-back heading into Saturday. The Hornets, more on that in just a little bit. Tim Allen in for Baby Taos tonight. As uh, Hey, last hour, uh, somebody called in and said that uh, looking forward to seeing, seeing my band around. Uh, new band, yeah, just we'll unveil that at a public venue soon. If you like classic rock, Petty, ZZ Top, uh, ACDC, things like that. So we'll, we'll be around. I, I get peppered with that a lot, but uh, look forward to that and getting out into the community at some of our sponsors as well. Right now, let's talk about Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks and their ninth consecutive victory uh, with Matt Velasquez, uh, JS Online, and Journal Sentinel. Matt, uh, a nice win, although up 17, things got a little testy, and it sort of reminded me of a couple of leads earlier this year that got away. Two of the three losses were uh, games in which the Bucks had some leads. Did you feel that way as well? Uh, I didn't really feel like it was that urgent. Um, I, you know, obviously getting up 17 in the second quarter, and then suddenly by halftime it's a one-point game. Uh, it's not a good look. Um, but I, I didn't really ever think this game was in jeopardy. I thought that the Bucks, um, even though they, again they were down one going into the fourth quarter too, um, you know, I, I thought that they would be able to exert themselves uh, over that last stretch and be able to, to run away with it. Um, and, and to an extent they did. I mean, they were up by 11 with a few seconds left and. Um, we're able to handle it pretty cleanly. Uh, still not a good thing to to give up leads like that. You, if you're a Bucks fan, you'd rather see them uh, be able to sustain it throughout the day. If you're Mike Budenholzer, you'd like to see them not give up 42 points in the second quarter. Um, but 42 points in the second quarter, and then only give up 43 in the second half. It's uh, a pretty good recipe for success. Yeah, it really is a nice bounce back. And and your thoughts on the return of Chris Middleton? Yeah, I thought he was pretty good. Um, you know, he obviously got out to a really strong start. Uh, Bud was only playing around like a five minute. Uh, spurts at, kind of toward the end of each quarter. Um, but, you know, he was four for five from the field at, at halftime. I think he missed his first five or six shots of the second half, but then he made a, a critical three-pointer that gave the Bucks a nine-point lead late. Um, you know, so he, he did a lot of the things you'd expect to see uh, Chris Middleton do. Uh, Bud called it a vintage Chris Middleton performance. Uh, only played 19 and a half minutes, um, but got up, you know, in, in points. I think he had, um, you know, 16 points. Uh, during that time, and uh, you know, had had a steal. That was the first uh, thing he did in the game was kind of making that steal and getting to Ursan for a dunk. 
Um, so I thought overall it was pretty good, especially for a guy coming off the uh, the kind of layoff he's had. What do you make of, we had a, a, a caller last hour talk about the chemistry on this team with regards to Middleton. And, and I, I think it was because, I don't know, maybe because it got a little testy in this game as, as you're up 17, and then it was a tight ball game and Atlanta was feeling it and things like that. You were doing so well, and I understand the sentiment. You were doing so well without Chris Middleton, then he comes back, and all of a sudden you're struggling against an uh, inferior team. The chemistry I mean, is good. You're on the inside there. The chemistry is good. I mean, Giannis wanted this guy to, to, to get his money and get his money here, but there's no indication that there's any issue there, right? No, there's no issue with the chemistry at all. I mean, you look at last week's game against the Hawks, uh, that one went kind of down to the wire, and Chris didn't play in that game. Um, so it's not like you know he comes in and suddenly they uh, are struggling to put away a Hawks team uh, because of him. They, they they did it without him. I mean, where you know the Hawks made that game really close uh, down in Atlanta, and, and the Bucks needed to uh, you know kind of eke that one out. Um, it, it's happened, you know, with him. It's happened without him. I don't think it's anything to do with him. Uh, as players, they all are. Would much rather have Chris on the court than not have him on the court. Um, so I don't think there's an issue with that. There's obviously, you know, getting him back into the flow of things and and work dealing with that. But that that's the case with anybody who who misses that much time. And you know, I thought he he jumped right back into it. Like I said, you know, four or five from the field in the first half, was sharing the ball. Um, you know, was doing some good stuff. Uh, shots didn't fall in the second half. But it wasn't like he was getting terrible shots. And he got some good shots in the natural flow of the offense. Uh, it just didn't go down. And, you know, he'll he'll kind of start from there and keep working his way back into being able to play uh, full-scale minutes. All right, uh, two more things, and then, and then we'll turn you loose here. One would be uh, any update on, on George Hill. I know Ilya Sova back from the heel, but what's up with George Hill? Uh, but said before the game that it was just kind of, uh, I think they wanted to be um, maybe more conservative with, that he just wasn't ready to go yet. Um, and he doesn't think it's going to be a long-term or a, a bigger thing. Uh, but they want to make sure he gets back to, to full health and they can give him the rest that he needs uh, to get his back where it's 100%. And it wasn't like it wasn't the case today, but they're hoping it won't be very long. Okay, I don't have any uh, data or analytics to back this up, but is it just me? Or is there more fouls than normal on Giannis throughout the 18 games here, or is it just me? It just, it just seems like it's just a, a tick up a little bit. Are you talking about called fouls or not called fouls? Well, okay, uh, let's let's go with the, the fouls against. Let's say the called yeah. fouls. Yeah, no, he he has he has committed more fouls um, this season. Um, at least you know to the start of the season. Um, you know, there have been a few games here and there where he's been able to keep them down. Um, it hasn't been an issue for uh, maybe a week now, uh, where he's been able to um, defend without fouling. Uh, you even look at that uh, that Chicago game. Uh, I think that was maybe two weeks ago at this point, um, or maybe less. I'm losing track of days, but he had five offensive fouls, no defensive fouls. Um, so uh, I think that he has been really aggressive. Uh, he he said multiple times that he feels like if he's not getting called for charges, maybe he's not going hard enough because, like, you know, he wants to do what he wants to do. He wants to get in the paint. Everybody knows that, so they're going to try and take charges against him, and, and he feels undeterred by that. Uh, he's trying his best to limit, you know, the dumb ticky tack reaching fouls. Um, but, you know, overall, it's definitely been more foul calls against him this year than in the past. You know, but I think a lot of that has to do with his foul play. Um, but he's, he's just trying to be aggressive. 
Well, and and since you brought it up, the no calls is that more of an issue? Do you think? Yeah, there there have been games where he's definitely been frustrated, uh, where he's getting called for stuff, but he's not getting the call at the other end. Um, you know, he he definitely got enough chances at the free throw line tonight. And didn't didn't shoot very well there, um, but he certainly could have gotten more uh, just because he's so aggressive and because he's so strong. Like he's gonna get into the paint, he's gonna have contact, but sometimes he's strong enough to finish through that contact to the point where it doesn't even look like his his motion was impeded, even if he got hit. Um, so it's hard to um, it, it's hard to officiate him sometimes, and it, it seems like the the referees around the league are still trying to figure that out. Yeah, and he's I mean he's still evolving as a player, mid range jumper, the free throw line, the three point shot, and then how to handle. You know, when, like you said, Matt, when everybody knows he's he's going to drive in the paint and and how to react, how to graduate to the next level, it's it's fascinating watching Giannis grow up, man. It it really is. It's cool. And you got an inside look, a front row look. As uh, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Matt. We'll turn you loose. Nice talking to you. All right, sounds good. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys too. All right, there he is, Matt Velasquez, JS Online and Journal Sentinel, as uh, he covers the. Milwaukee Bucks for us here on The Fan, and he joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common sense land to your community since 1935. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. You know, they're, they're tough. Um, you know, the second quarter, they just, you know, threw a lot of offense at us. Giving up 42 is really, you know, bothersome. But, you know, I think credit to them. You know, um, obviously Parker had a huge night. Young was pretty good. Um, they got into a rhythm in the second quarter, and, and I think the guys responded. And defensively, I think 23-point third quarter and a 20-point fourth quarter, so 43 for a half. You know, I think we're going to have a good chance to win if we can hold teams to 43 and a half. So, um, you know, 42 in the second, 43 in the second half. So, you know, I like the way our defense responded. Uh, I thought Bled's just his overall effort tonight in a lot of different areas, getting some loose balls, rebounds, competing. He's getting screened all night. Um, ten assists, got Brooke going early. Um, you know, it was great to have Chris back. Chris just scores in a lot of different ways, scores easily. Um, you know, so it was a good win for us. You mentioned Chris. Just what did you think about the way that he was able to kind of get himself going early and the way he was able to contribute to the game in the little spurts that he had? Yeah, no, I thought, you know, kind of vintage Chris. Um, you know, he had a couple good looks. Like, it just, you know, he could have even had a, a bigger first night, you know, with a couple good open looks. Uh, but overall, I thought he was, you know, really good offensively. You know, he understands how to get people involved. Um, can make reads and decisions and you know he can play for himself but he can play for others he does a lot of things well um, I think he just calms the group down you know he's a smart smart player understands what we want to do so um, you know it's great to have him back what do you think the difference was in the second half defensively uh, you know it, it feels like again Brooke had some big plays Brooke had some possessions in the in and around the paint you know we we you know, we kind of kept 
changing pick and roll coverages, you know, if, based some on our groups, based some on their groups. I don't know if that had any impact on it. Hopefully, maybe it helped a little bit. Um, but, you know, again, I think bled, bled on somebody like Trey Young and Dante, you know, when he gets his reps. Um, I thought they made him work for everything and um, maybe stayed, you know, a little bit better contact with, with Jabari Parker. Um, just a lot of little things, I think, added up to a good um, second half of defense. Coach, you mentioned Jabari earlier. But how has it been to watch him kind of reinvent himself in this role that he's taken on with, with Atlanta so far? Yeah, I mean, I don't watch him play. So, I mean, I think, you know, tonight he was fabulous. Uh, the other night in, in Atlanta, I don't, you know, it's the games like fly by. So I, I think he was really good that night too. And, um, you know, I think they're, uh, you know, he's in a good situation playing with a good, great point guard. And I think they do a nice job, some things offensively. Looks like he's playing well. Coach, what do you think of your team's anticipation lately? I mean, Chris came in. Had a steal. Dante's starting to get known for that, shooting the gaps. What do you like about what they're doing on that part of the defensive end? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, I think the, the defensive IQ, you know, and the activity of guys, I, I feel like there were some, you know, situations where we turned them over in the second half. We were a little more active in the paint, getting our hands on balls, and, you know, that adds up. You hold them to 40% and you turn them over 17 times. You know, that's a good defensive effort except for one quarter. You mentioned kind of scrolling through the bigs a little bit, sometimes with just Robin on the floor, sometimes with Robin and Ersan, sometimes with just Ersan. Just what were you looking for from the bigs tonight? Yeah, you know, tried a lot of different things. We've been we've been playing some with, with just Giannis and really, you know, kind of four wings, four smaller guys. We've liked that. We went to that some tonight. But uh, Brooke was in a little bit of foul trouble. Robin, I thought, gave us a nice um, stretch in the, in the uh, start of the fourth quarter. Um, Irsan, you know, I feel like he's had a couple good games. We even played all three of them together. I think, you know, Giannis, Irsan, and Brooke, or Giannis, Irsan, and Robin. And just trying to find a good combination. Um, you know, I, th I thought Irsan was good tonight, so we played him out there, you know, including with Giannis some. You mentioned Irsan. Last time you guys played Atlanta, you went with DJ to have some more athleticism out there. Tonight you go with Irsan. Uh, kind of what goes into that, and, and what did you think about the way that he was able to impact the game in the ways he did? Yeah, your son was, you know, good. I think I wouldn't assume why we did or didn't play your son in the first game, so I didn't love the question, but I do think, uh, um, you know, your son was, he's such a smart player, and, you know, I think he's finally felt like tonight he found a way to get to the offensive boards and get some putbacks, you know, felt like he got fouled at the end of the half and, you know, no call, and but he's, he's finding ways to just get those kind of little um, – you know, just kind of feel plays and change momentum plays, and, you know, I think he really helps us. Yeah, there he is, Coach Mike Budenholzer. After the Bucks get the victory, 111-102 over the Hawks, and we're still going to hear from uh, Chris Middleton in just a couple of minutes here. we got to hear from uh, Giannis. Giannis, 30-point uh, game, again, coming in averaging 31.1. And another double-double, all 18 games, that 15-3 and three mark, all 18 games, minimum double-double uh, for Giannis as uh, he gets it done. And our conversation with Matt Velazquez, if you just heard, that discussed a little bit about Giannis and calls and no calls with the foul. It's a real fascinating part of, of Giannis's game that I take a look at. He's going to have to adjust as well as we discuss. But here's Giannis after another Bucks win. 
ago, you said, man, I can't wait till we get Chris back and this team is still on the run. How was it to have him back tonight? Yeah, it's always great, uh, you know, to have uh, one of the best players back. Uh, makes the game a lot easier for everybody. You know, draws a lot of attention, um, creates a lot of lanes. Uh, he makes plays, he creates a lot of open shot for uh, for us. And uh, it's just good to have him, you know, out there healthy and, uh, you know, ready to go. Happened a few times already, but you know, going against Jabari tonight, it seemed like you guys had some, you know, good, good one on one matchups between you and him and, and other guys. Just, what do you think of going against him tonight? He's always, you know, great going against Jabari. You know, he always got to be ready because he's going to come 100%. He loves playing against the Bucks, um, he loves being aggressive, uh, he loves, you know, getting going early. It's a guy that you know is going to shoot the ball no matter what. It's always good, you know, going against him. Uh, I think he played an unbelievable good night. You know, helped to um, keep his uh, team in the game. I uh, was making plays. He was, it was really good. Always good to go against. Him. Yeah, it was it was good to see him uh, back to help because you know that was what hurt him so much with the Bucks with those two ACL. It's exactly what you said. You know, it's insane that what this kid uh, I've gone through. A lot of people don't think about it. And he's he's back, you know, he's back, he's healthy, he's jumping out of the gym, making plays, shooting for this. You know, I'm really, really happy for him. I know that he had a lot of, uh, you, know, you know, dark times after the, you know, the injury, the both injuries that he had, but he's back, you know, he's back, he's healthy. He's ready to go, he's ready to help his team win, and he's always uh, good to see that. Uh, and I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy. Like in the game, I had a chance to talk to him earlier, he expressed sentiments about how much he loved Milwaukee, and you know, he could possibly even see himself one day coming back at the opportunity. So how did that make you feel you still feel that about this franchise? Man, um, always I feel like, I don't think there's a player that I've ever lived in Milwaukee uh, that doesn't uh, I'm um, You know, as an organization, that's what we're trying to do. We try to make players, uh, you know, love playing work, love being work. And, uh, you know, that's what, since I've been here, that's what this team has done. That's uh, what I try to do. You know, whoever I play with, I want them to know that, you know, this is always home. Uh, no matter what, you know, the circumstances, you know, sometimes you won't get traded. Sometimes you won't choose to go somewhere else because, you know, you get a larger... Uh, Paycheck. You know, uh, you know, as I said, sometimes it's going to be moved, but at the end of the day, you know, I want guys to you know, love being here, love playing for this team, love playing with me. Uh, I love that he, you know, if he ever find the opportunity to come back, he's willing to come back. Who knows, you know, might be teammates again. And, uh, you know, attack, I'm not just, not just Bart, I'm attacking a lot of other guys, uh, Tony, Thon, Christian Wood. Delhi, John Hanson, Brandon Jennings, all those guys that I play with. Uh, I know that you know, if the opportunity presents itself, they would love to be here. Uh, a lot of people that played with me these seven years love playing, playing in Milwaukee, they love you know, being in Milwaukee. Do you have any flashbacks to maybe a couple of years ago, maybe late in that second quarter, where you guys were going one on one, team back and forth on the court together? Together when? You and Jabari, just... Today, in this today game? Yeah, did you kind of bring you back at all? Definitely, we did that in practice every day. You know, every day. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
Jabari is such a good player in one on one. And uh, you try not to get out of your game because, like, you know that he loves to do that. You know, he's going, he's going have the opportunity. He wants you to play one on one with him because he's so, so good at it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I tried to, like, after the second quarter, I tried to focus on you know, the team and, you know, getting it done. Uh, but I'm happy that, uh, what did he finish? 33? 33. I think I he didn't score 30. I think 36 is the most points they've ever scored on me. Like the guy that I guard, and that was that was Rudy Gay. That was Rudy Gay a couple of years ago. So I was like, ah, I think he's gonna get it. He's gonna go get it tonight. But thank God he didn't. But you know, it's always it's always good. You know, guys coming out and being the best out of me. That was his career high too. Yeah, was 36. 36. Was Jabari's career high? Really? Yeah. So he didn't get. <sighs> I think I didn't get 37. I'll be so pissed. <laughs> but you know, now it's more than it's more than the game. You know, it just is good. You know, obviously, you know, I'm really competitive. Obviously, obviously, I want to go out there and uh, set, set everything down. But at the end of the day, when the game is over and um, you know, um, you're you're not thinking about the game, uh, uh, you always you're always happy. You know, always happy for the guy like Jabari. You know, I've been with him for five years, five and a half years. So. It's good to have him out there. It's good. It's good that he's healthy. It's good that he's happy. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving or anything like that? I do. I do celebrate. Uh, I think my girlfriend's going to cook. I know she's going to make turkey. I think she got turkey from Whole Foods or something. I'm not sure. Who's banged up on the bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks get the win, and we just heard from Giannis right there. Um, if you don't like that guy, take basketball away from the equation. If you don't, If you don't like that guy right there, you're not human. He might be the most likable, genuine, professional athlete I've ever heard. Seriously. If, unless I'm getting a snow job and there's, a, there's, there's some skeletons in the closet with him and there's just, uh, you know, he's a fierce competitor for sure. You have to be to be where he's at. But, man, he, <laughs> he, he seems like the nicest guy in the world, doesn't he? That's cool to have him here in town. It, it really is. Injury report, uh, George Hill finds himself with a little bit of a back issue. That's, uh, that's kind of a, a precautionary move to have him uh, not suit up tonight. Maybe a game or two for George Hill, but uh, Ilya Sova from the heel, he was back on the court tonight, 13 points for Ursan. Uh, and then you have uh, Chris Middleton back on the court. Missed seven games. They... Um, they were good with not starting him, getting him some minutes, played 19 minutes tonight. Uh, he had 16 points in the ball game, played some decent defense, and uh, that was good to get Chris Middleton back on the court. Let's hear from number 22 on the box. Chris decided he'll be out there getting uh, 19 and a half minutes of run tonight. Uh, definitely felt good to be back out there. Um, playing with the guys, you know. Um, that we rehab and the uh, individual stuff, but 
Uh, it felt good to be back out there for our home crowd and get a win also. How are you feeling, like, health-wise with your leg after a night like that? Uh, 100%. Um, nothing at all. Chris, you were able to finish the game. Coach Bolt said before the game, hey, uh, you're not going to start, but he may finish the game. Yeah. And it was a close game. So that yeah, I mean, uh, that's a conversation we had. Um, just about the same type of situation that ended up happening tonight, uh, which made total sense. And I get it. Uh, I trust him. Uh, follow his lead. What is it like for you guys to go against Jamar? I know you've done it a bunch of times, yeah. but it does seem like every single time you play him, he brings it back. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of those revenge games you kind of see sometimes. Um, he's a great player. Um, he's playing well after you know two major surgeries. So, I mean, it's great to see what he's doing right now. What about what was it, Chris, tonight? Just a little trouble for you guys to kind of pull away from uh, I think it's been a tough, tough stretch of games uh, for a while. Um, I think guys were trying to pull it together, trying to fight through a little bit of fatigue or banged up. We got a lot of guys out uh, my first game back, but we're still figuring ways to win ball games, which is the most important thing. You used to stay engaged. You know, when, when you are rehab and stuff like that, how do you stay engaged? You have to jump right back in. I'm with the team. Every time they're in the gym, I'm in the gym with them. Uh, I may do some extra work before or after, but on um, the plane rides, I'm still there. The bus rides, the road trips, um, and then even uh, in the huddles, uh, sometimes during the game, I'm still there right there with them. I know you said you're physically 100%, but mentally when you're coming over a screen or you know, you're running around and someone has their knee out there, any flashbacks or is that? No, no. I mean, uh, you get a uh, need every now and then in the game. Uh, it happens. It's part of the sport. Uh, just never had anything that bad before so I mean I'm hoping it won't happen again but if it does it does I'll be ready for it. Um, yeah. Chris what's really impressed you the most just our competitive spirit um, every night um, we get the team's best um, we have to play through a lot of different things but guys still find a way to dig down um, play a smart uh, physical game uh, and just find weight Time waste to win, which is what it's all about. Yeah, just having a blast with uh, this Bucks team this year. They win again tonight over the Hawks, their ninth consecutive victory. 111-102 the final, and Sam Schmitz, our producer tonight. Sam, happy Thanksgiving to you, bud. Thanks, you as well, man. Uh, big family festivities tomorrow? Yeah, I got to go to uh, my dad's side of the family and my, both my mom's side, and then I'm going to be here tomorrow streaming uh, Old Miss and Mississippi State here on the fan. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Some college action tomorrow uh, here on The Fan. And uh, the Bucks back in action on Friday night. Baby Tausch is back. Pick and save. Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And so uh, Bucks try and make it 10 consecutive wins. Uh, Giannis going for his 19th consecutive double-double. And Bucks trying to uh, match a winning streak they haven't had since 1986. That's a 10-gamer. And uh, we'll see, well, against Cleveland, I don't want to jinx it. So I just want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my name is Tim Allen. You guys, uh, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you again, I think, next time, Friday afternoon, Baby Tausch and I on the Wendy's Big Show. Enjoy your night, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.